But I know that we all started exactly the same place, thinking, hey, I've got to make a change in my life, or I want some more time off from that job, or I hate my job altogether. Uh, just like I did at one point in time, I said I had had enough, I had to make a change. And the first thing I did was I ran to the internet and said, how do I start a business? And some ad came up, some guy driving a Ferrari, flashing a lot of cash and a lot of jewelry. And I thought, that's the, that's what I want to be. So I reached out to him. <laughs> and I don't think at the time it was the best decision I made. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Brady, that is so funny because I fell for the same stuff. And, you know, I, I think that a lot of people, I mean, we, we're all, we, we all have to start somewhere, right? You know, everyone comes from all different backgrounds. My background is in corporate America. You know, I know that you have your background and everyone has their reason why they look into these opportunities, you know, and one of the biggest reasons why is that we know that nowadays these jobs are not guaranteed to anybody. I hate my job altogether. Uh, just like I did at one point in time, I said I had had enough. I had to make a change. And the first thing I did was I ran to the internet and said, how do I start a business? And some ad came up, some guy driving a Ferrari, flashing a lot of cash and a lot of jewelry. And I thought, that's, the, that's what I want to be. So I reached out to him. Yeah, I don't think at the time it was the best decision I made. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Brady, that is so funny because I fell for the same stuff. And, you know, I, I think that a lot of people, I mean, we we're all we, we all have to start somewhere, right? You know, everyone comes from all different backgrounds. My background is in corporate America. You know, I know that you have your background and everyone has their reason why they look into these opportunities, you know, and one of the biggest reasons why is that we know that nowadays these jobs are not guaranteed to anybody. Joining myself, Brady Theodore, and our special guest speaker tonight is Derek Casey. Hey! Six-figure six elevation. And we on? just want to come on and uh, discuss some of these struggles that I know I've had, Derek's had, that you're having, and we're just going to hash it out, see what's up. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm excited to be here with you guys. Uh, man, Brady, thank you so much for introducing me and bringing me on here to share in on this subject because this is one of my favorite subjects to talk about with people because not a lot of people talk about this stuff. We want to talk about the success and the money and the lifestyle and we want to talk about this, but most people want to skip over the struggles that it takes for you to get there. So tonight... This is a special treat for you guys, so uh, thank you for having me on here. Special treat for me, too, because I know I'm going to learn a thing or two. You've got a year or two on me, I do believe, So, uh, but I know that we all start exactly the same place, thinking, hey, I've got I've to make a change in my life, or I want some more time off from that job, or I hate my job altogether. Uh, just like I did at one point in time, I said I had had enough, I had to make a change. And the first thing I did was I ran to the internet and said, how do I start a business? And some ad came up, some guy driving a Ferrari, flashing a lot of cash and a lot of jewelry. And I thought, that's, the, that's what I want to be. So I reached out to him. Yeah, I don't think at the time it was the best decision I made. <laughs> you know, Brady, that is so funny because I fell for the same stuff. And, you know, I, I think that a lot of people, I mean, we we're all we, we all have to start somewhere, right? You know, everyone comes from all different backgrounds. My background is in corporate America. You know, I know that you have your background and everyone has their reason why they look into these opportunities, you know, and one of the biggest reasons why is that we know that nowadays these jobs are not guaranteed to anybody. You know, at any given moment, you can walk into your job and, you know, 
next thing you know, they're telling you, hey, they're downsizing. And actually, that's what happened to me. That's yeah, what I, led me into really starting to like open up that, like open up my eyes to like other opportunities that were out there. And I mean, it's a scary thing when you build your whole life around your job and you just work that job thinking that nothing will ever happen. And then once that day comes, it's like you have nowhere to turn. And that's what helped me go. And I did just like you, went right to the internet, need to make some extra money, need to do these things. And I came across those nice little ads that look really <laughs> amazing. I mean, the cars are beautiful, the money that's flashing and falling from the sky, right? You know, the little raindrops, <laughs> you like my little raindrops, right? You know, falling from the sky, you're like, oh my God. Can't yeah. Hey, this is going to be easy, <laughs> easy money. I can't wait. I can't wait. You go, you go to your spouse and tomorrow we're moving out of here. It's over. <laughs> so you, it's, it's, it's a wrap. I got it. You know? And I think I had a for sale sign on my house when the same time I read that ad. <laughs> you know, but I mean, these are, but I mean, you know, all joking aside, these are things that people go through. And what happens is when we see those things, we prematurely jump into them. And, and start thinking the wrong things because that's the thing that we get, you know, from those videos. It's easy and you're just going to make this money and it's just going to be crazy. And today, that's what we're going to talk about today is, you know, the struggles and, and really knowing what to, you know, setting those expectations before setting yourself up for failure. Okay. Exactly. Because, you know, me and Brady, we've, we've been there. We've invested a lot of money. We've lost a lot of money along the way. We've had people that we believed in that weren't the people that really they, they portrayed themselves to be. We've been there. But the one big thing that I think both of us did was we stuck it out until we found that person or people that knew that, that really added value to us and helped us along the journey. Because... Absolutely. It's not a bunch of fake, scammy stuff. I mean, it is real money with real businesses, with real products, with real people. It's there. You just have to find the right people to work with within the system and learn it and implement it. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things for me was um, and when it comes to connecting with people, my thing was, was when I started connecting with people, I started following those people because I believed that they were successful and things like that. And a lot of times, a lot of people, and I'm telling you, it's not going to be the first time. It won't be the last time. You're going to connect to people that you think that are going to be the right ones. And they're not. And you're going to feel like you're out on this island by yourself. And you're going to have this, this feeling of what do I do next? Where do I turn? What do I, what do I do? So what did I do? Instead of sitting back and being like, oh, you know, I can't do this anymore and just throwing in the towel, I started doing my own research. I, I started doing my own research. Um, I started looking for other people. So I would cruise through Facebook to see similar people that was in, you know, whatever business I was, you know, a part of at the time. And I would look at their Facebook pages and I started to like really start to locate those people. I went to YouTube, I found my own videos. You know, I didn't want to wait around for somebody else to be in control of my financial situation, you know, just because they didn't help me out, then I don't do the business. When I seen people who were successful and they were living the life that I wanted to live, and the question I had had to ask myself, if they can do it, why not me? Why not me? You know, and I, you know, when there's a will, there's a way. If you really want it, you're gonna find a way to make it happen. And that's what, that's what I struggled with in the beginning. But then once I started to learn, like, I really didn't need them. I could get out here and just put in that time and that effort. Slowly but surely, over the years, I started picking up things that helped me out. And then I would learn something else. And then I would trip and fall and, and do these things. One of the analogies I like to use, Brady, because I love using analogies. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like playing a video game, right? We all played Nintendo, right? We like Mario, right? So when you first got Mario and got that Nintendo and you pulled it out, you were so excited about playing this game. Did you know how to beat the game in the beginning? No. Did you know how to did you know how to go through all the boards and beat all the all the bosses without dying and, and all of that stuff? No. When this industry it's like playing a video game. You're gonna get in, 
and you're gonna go through the board and then like you know the little mushrooms you didn't know the mushroom was gonna fall on your head <laughs> you know, Mario died right did you turn the game off and say you know what the hell with Mario I died this is crazy I can't believe this happened I'm done never playing Mario again no you didn't right went back to the beginning and you learned something right you learned something from that moment so what happened was yeah. you went back through it you got there you knew that the mushroom was going to drop on your head so what you do you stopped a couple steps behind let them fall down jumped on them and then you kept it moving through the game the next <laughs> thing you know you go and you're running and then there's that big opening you got to jump over and you didn't get enough speed and you fell down did you throw the game away and say, oh my God, I can't believe I fell in there, I'm done? <laughs> you went right back to the beginning, right? You learned two lessons from that, right? You learned that the mushroom was going to drop, so you got to wait a couple of steps, jump on them, and then you got to pick up speed so you can jump over. And that's what that's what it's all about. You're going to fall multiple times. Yep. You're going to fail. That, that's a, <laughs> another one of your great analogies, which I had not looked at that way. But, uh, you know, when you run across there and you come to that brick wall or or whatever happens and you stop, and if you would take that game and box it up and put it away and never look at it again, that, to me, personally, is a fail. I mean, it's just a personal fail. You quit, and so many people in this business, like I had those thoughts, they usually jump in with all these big aspirations and dreams without really a vision, but just dreams. They go at it for three months. They don't see a red cent. They've lost their friends and they quit. And the worst thing you can ever do is quit on anything, especially being an entrepreneur, because that is a fail, a personal fail, just like every other fail that you've had in your life, whether they were big or small, they all start adding up, and it's like a brick by brick from a building that falls on you and crushes you. And then exactly. you stop. Exactly. And, and, you know, and let's talk about failures for a little bit because, you know, I'm all about mindset shifting. You know, yep. we look at failures, a lot of people look at failures as a bad thing, right? You know, you fail at something and then you just get down on yourself and you feel like you can't do it or you're just like, man, I just want to, I don't understand why I'm not being successful and things like that. And one of the things that I've learned along the way is be excited to fail. Because if you are failing, you are moving, you are doing something, right? And failures are nothing more than learning experiences. So you have to fail so you can learn from your failures to step and move more toward the success. So your failures are nothing more than stepping stones toward your success. So if you fail at something, learn why you fail. See, a lot of people don't do that. So right. when they fail at something, they don't really hold themselves accountable for why they failed at something. It's usually everything else and everybody else. But the question that you ask is, did you put in the work? Did you apply the things that you learned? Did you even go through the training? Did you ask for help? Did you, like, there are so many avenues that you can go in before you decide that you quit or nothing works. You know, I love when people say, well, I did that and nothing works. Yeah, but did you do that? And then you <laughs> ask you do the other. Yeah, that one question, well, well, hey, did you do this? Well, well, you didn't do everything. You didn't do everything, right? You know, when when I think about Thomas Edison and, and him creating a light bulb, you know what I'm saying? He was talking about 999 times of that, that he failed or whatever. And he said, no, I found 999 ways of not, of how not to build a light bulb. Yep. Hey, can I interject one thing that yeah, crossed my mind that I love is, do you know what the word fail means? F-A-I-L? I don't know. Enlighten me. First attempt in learning. F A I L. Yeah, high five! I just learned something today. <laughs> Freddie, you're a man. I'm definitely stealing that one. Taking that one and putting that one. I keep that in the back of my mind. Every time it doesn't work for me, I think that was just my first attempt in learning. You are the man. You know what? I'm all about like I'm all about acronyms and stuff too. And 
I can't believe I had one you didn't know about. Brady, you are the man. Thank you for sharing that. And that's and that's what it is, guys. You just gotta learn from your failures. You know, first attempt in learning. That that's what it is. You know, you think about it. It's just like going to a job. When you go to a job, you don't just listen. When they hire you at a job, you don't just roll up in there. Say you're working in a factory. You don't just go up in there. They hire you. Say, yeah, I got the job. Let me run the machine. <laughs> you don't. You don't know. You don't know how to run the machine. Like, or you, you don't walk in and you take the boss's job either. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't walk in. You don't work at McDonald's and go in the cash room and say, oh, I got the cash register. No worries, I got it. You don't. You have to learn. You're gonna make mistakes. And you learn from mistakes, and then you become better each day. Every mistake that you make, you just learn from it and keep getting better until you're at a point to where you're unconsciously not even thinking about it. Like you just, it just happens because you do it. So don't be afraid of, don't be afraid of failing, guys. Yeah. But one thing is, guys, you just got to be set the expectations that you got to go through the process before you get to the success. If and you're I, not willing, I'm sorry. I know that we're sitting here kind of joking and smiling about it only because we've been through all yeah. those fails and it's looking back on it is funny because you realize it all is this is a real business you are your own boss and there's so many different levels to it like peeling back an onion before you get to that core i mean you've got to learn your mindset you've got to understand that you are your own boss you've got to be self-motivated certain things you have to do daily certain tools you have to use, certain things that you have to do, or you're never going to make it to that next step. And each time it's going to be a fail, fail, fail until you learn it all. And I, and I hate sitting here kind of joking around with it because this is serious stuff to so many people. And I know back a couple years ago, it was heartbreaking to me or heart wrenching anyway, to know how many hours I was spending in front of that computer, you know, trying to do whatever I was trying to do and not knowing how to do it and spinning my wheels and being frustrated. Fortunately for me, I did not quit. Exactly. And and just to go off of that, yeah, we I've been there. I know exactly what you mean. And the reason why I can I can joke about it today is because I and laugh about it is because I did go through there. And the reason why me and Brady are sharing this video with you guys, because we want to make it light. We want you guys not to feel the same pressure that we did because if we can help you guys kind of bypass all of those things that we went through and really give you the value that's going to take you to that success, that's what these videos are going to be for. And so we want to have fun. We want to laugh. We want you guys to understand that we are just two regular Joe Schmoes. Ain't yep. nothing different about me or Mr. Brady over there. There's nothing different about what we did, but we saw an opportunity and we knew that we wanted better. We knew our why, and we went for it. And just like Brady said, we just never gave up. No matter what obstacles were thrown at us, no matter, I mean, man, if you are married and have a spouse, gosh, man, if you're talking about building a business with a spouse, talk about hard, that is, that's a whole nother conversation. Yes. You know we could take all this and just have, <laughs> have videos forever about every aspect. Yeah, I was going to say, we well, could go on and on for that. Because there's that many struggles in the struggle. Exactly. But you know what, guys? That's This, this is what we're going to be bringing to the table. This is just going to be real talk between me and Brady when we do these videos because we want you guys to see exactly what we went through and where we're at today. Now, one thing I want to ask Brady, because I know Brady has been in and He's starting to really step out, um, step out on the camera now, which is really awesome. Fine. Um, and, and one of the things that I want to talk, talk about right now is the importance of branding yourself. Yep. And I want Brady to really kind of share his journey on, you know, where he was at prior to, to figuring that out. And once he figured out how important branding yourself was, you know, what has it done? for his business now. Well, um, that's a pretty good story there because uh, with all the other struggles, here's one more. I jumped in, saw the flashing money in the cars and the jewelry and said, oh, that's what I want to do and I started doing it. And then I started throwing money at different opportunities, certain people. Uh, I'm not saying there were scams, I'm saying that I was throwing money at places that I didn't understand. Uh, and I didn't have a good mentor showing me the proper way of doing it. 
so anyway, I wasted quite a bit of money. And I and when I started, I thought, well, I'm gonna make this brand. So I made a name, and it wasn't my name. I came up with the name of a company, and I was gonna be that company. And I bought a website, I had it built, and I bought business cards and placards, and I got everything made for it. And for what? Because that brand, that brand was not like Nike. It wasn't Adidas. It wasn't some brand name that the multitudes of people know about. It was something I came up with. So big deal. So I'm trying to tell people about it and they're like, okay, so you got a brand name, but what do you do? And I'm trying to explain that and they're like, get out of here. <laughs> so come to find out what you really need to do is brand yourself. You are an individual. You are so unique that there's nobody else on this planet out of the 300 billion people or whatever number is, there's nobody else like you. So you wanna brand yourself as being you and unique for that reason, the uniqueness. The other reason is if you brand yourself as a company name, you're gonna get online and you're gonna tell people this company name and what's the first thing that you did when you were looking for a business? You went online looking. So if you throw that business name out there, that person's gonna put that business name in and they may see a derogatory remark about the business. Somebody else that had a bad experience and they're gonna say, that's not for me. Get out of here, get it away from me. But if you're branding yourself with integrity, transparency, adding value, people will come to you and when you show them what you have to offer, they'll be more than likely to listen to what you have to say first time around and then they can make the decision if they want to be involved or not it's totally up to them but at least they know who you are so as you're branding yourself and Derek said I'm just starting to do videos I'm building my YouTube channel and come to find out a couple months ago as soon as I started putting videos online I started getting messages I started getting phone calls and it's because I believe People can see me, they can hear me, now they get to know me, they know where I'm at, I'm right here, I'm right, front, I'm right in front of you. Not everybody's gonna like me, not everybody's gonna like the way I look, the way I sound, the way I act, or anything else. But out of the billions of people, there's gotta be at least hundreds of thousands <laughs> that will at least connect with me, and out of those hundreds of thousands, there's gotta be hundreds if not tens of thousands that want to work with me absolutely and absolutely. that's the way it goes that is and that's phenomenal and i want to say thank you for sharing that because he hit the nail right on the head guys branding yourself is very important branding yourself and just like you said my definition of branding yourself telling your story yep sharing who you are you know what I'm saying? Letting people be able to relate to you as a person and sharing your story, your struggles, and really what led you into doing what you were doing and sharing that excitement with other people. Okay. When we talk about branding yourself, here's a great example. LeBron James, as we all know, LeBron James is one of the world-renowned athletes. Okay. He has a major contract with Nike, but because of his brand, nobody looks at the shoes as Nikes, it's his brand. So you will never hear anybody say, let me go buy a pair of LeBron Nikes because that's Nike's not his brand. LeBron's are his brand. Right. Same for Michael Jordan. When you go buy a pair of Jordans or you know buy anything from Jordan, he's with Nike. So you're never gonna hear people say, let me buy a pair of Jordan Nikes because that's not his brand. Jordan is his brand. Right. So that's what people that's what people latch on to. You are your brand. Your story is your brand. And that's what people relate to. People do not join businesses and opportunities. They join people that they like and they can trust and they can relate to. Okay? Because right. I hear a lot of people that say, you know, they join people that they like and they trust and it stops there. No, they, people that they can relate to. Because right. if I get on a video and I went on and I went on Brady's YouTube and I'm listening at his videos and you know he's a father he's he has his kids you know he his dogs and 
stuff like that. And I'm a father to have kids and I have dogs. Guess what? I can relate to Brady. So as he's talking about his struggles, guess what I'm doing? I'm listening in because he's just like me. He's not a he's not different than me. <laughs> but when you see these people that have this these gurus and all of this money and all of this stuff, it's hard to relate to someone because you're not at that level. Right. And it it can become quite intimidating when you see this stuff online and all this money flashing to a point to where it makes you not even believe it. Exactly. You know it, it is hard to believe at times. Exactly. It, it makes it hard for you to believe. So when you see the flash of the money, you don't know that it's real. And really, by doing that, we are robbing people of their dreams because these opportunities have changed so many lives. So you many know. lives. I have friends all across the industry and all different companies, and their lives have been changed. And well, the you, fact that we, we have people... Oh, we, we were talking earlier, and you gave the analogy of Tylenol, which I thought was great because that really does explain how people move a brand through themselves. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're branded, but they're using a product. Exactly. And, and, and I'm going to go off of what we were talking about earlier. So when people look into network marketing, they, they make network marketing to be this totally different monster oh my god I don't like selling stuff I hear this all the time I'm not good at talking to people I'm not good at selling stuff I, I can't do that I can't do this stuff that you do and all this stuff right I hear this all the time and what I tell people I was like I always tell people you know what we do in network marketing is not no different than what we do in the real world and I'm gonna break it down for you in the real world we buy products and services right so when we go out here let's let's take let's take uh We'll use, we'll use GNC. You know, GNC is a great one, right? So we go in there. We want to get vitamins and supplements and things like that, right? So we get ready to work out. We go in and we buy a great product. And we get a pre-workout. And we take this pre-workout. Go to the gym. We go work out, right? And I feel good. Oh, man, it made me feel great. Brady's getting ready to go work out. And he's looking for a pre-workout. He saw that I went and bought a pre-workout. And I had a great pump. So guess what Brady's going to do? He's going to reach out to me and say, hey, man. I saw that you bought this pre-workout stuff. Where'd you go get it? Hey, man, hey, got a great deal. I went over to GNC, man. If you go and you uh, mention that I sent you in, they give me a little bit, they'll give you a little bit more percentage. But go over there and go and get that. And man, it's it's great, man. It made me feel great. I had a great pump. I'm feeling amazing. Guess what? Brady's super excited. He's going to slip his shoes on. He's going to GNC. And he's going to buy that pre-workout because I was excited because I told him that it made me feel good. I love the pump. I told him how much it was. The percentage he get off, I gave him everything. And guess who got the sale? GNC got the sale. What did, what did I get for sharing that with Brady? I thought you weren't a salesman. I didn't get nothing. GNC didn't send me a check for nothing. They didn't even send me a thank you card for telling Brady about this pre-workout. So they got paid and we did it. So let's flip this over into network marketing. When you go into network marketing, guess what? We buy products and services. We buy products and services that we can use on a daily basis, whether it's health and wellness, whether it's marketing tools, whether it doesn't matter what it is. We buy things, we invest into things that can help to in, improve our daily lives, right? And then what happens is, is that when you use something or a service and it, it worked for you, then you're excited to go and share it with other people. So the same sense in network marketing, I got excited about something that I use. Brady happened to come across because I shared my excitement online. Brady comes to me and say, man, what is that? I'm like, man, this is awesome. I want you to check this out. You send them your link. He checks it out. He's like, man, I want to get that. He gets it. And guess what? The company pays you. <laughs> they pay you to do exactly what the corporate companies don't pay you. And you continue to do that for free. But these and we companies all do here, it all the time. They <laughs> do it all the time. So just as soon as in the same breath that you tell me that you can't sell something or you can't do this or this is hard. Two seconds later, you're telling somebody about a movie you went and saw at the movies. Yep. Two seconds later, you're telling somebody about a restaurant that you ate at because the food was amazing, the customer service is great, and you didn't get paid. Why are you still working for free? Why? I don't get it. So over here in network marketing, guys, we're nothing more 
then glorify customers of the products and services that we represent. Just because there's a compensation plan attached to it doesn't change or make anything any different. Because if you can go out here and 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 promote and put things on there for the WalMarts and all of that stuff, I mean, guys, I mean, I can grab anything. I mean, this is a red Solo cup. If I'm excited because this red Solo cup holds my nice ice cold H2O, <laughs> and I told you guys, you know, oh my God, this cup is amazing. I mean, you can feel the coldness around your hands. Oh, the the water hole. Mm. The water tastes so fresh in this cup, and people get excited because of this red solo cup and go buy. Like I just promoted something because I was excited about what it did. Take that same mentality and take it to into the network marketing space. Find a product, a service that can help you in your daily life. Yeah, be excited about it and just share it with other people. You're not selling anything. You're not selling. The only way that you're selling something is if you're not using your product or service. You don't know how is how it works, and you're trying to tell other people to buy it. Right. Well, Derek, what's up? Now, if you're getting a, a little piece of money from just showing what you use anyway, and then that guy goes out and buys it, you're, you're an affiliate of a company somewhere. You're making a little <laughs> bit of residual income. What's Absolutely. the difference between being an affiliate marketer opposed to a MLM marketer? Um, when it comes to... To be honest, when it comes to like an affiliate marketer, I really don't. In an MLM, you're building a team. Okay, right. So you get into an MLM, it's you know you're recruiting, you're bringing people in, and you're teaching them how to go out and recruit and bring more people in so you can build a team. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. Now, people look at it as a pyramid and all of that stuff. Listen, I used to hear that all the time. And be, oh, that's pyramid. That's one of those pyramid schemes. Let me break <laughs> this down for you guys. If the federal government does not come knocking on my door to tell me that it was a scam or a scheme and I'm paying my taxes, it's not a pyramid scheme because a pyramid scheme is illegal. You know, the federal government take my taxes, they take my, they, they you know what I'm saying? I, yep. still, I, I still have to pay my taxes for my businesses. So if they don't think it's illegal and they the government, I'm not worried about that. So we can scratch that. <laughs> exactly. Here's, here's the beautiful thing between being an affiliate marketer is you're pretty much on your own. So you get a percentage of what you go out there and you promote, people buy from you, you get a percentage of that and you just kind of keep doing that. When you get into when you get into multi-level marketing, the beauty of multi-level marketing is that you can get one 100% of your own efforts or you can get 1% of everybody else's efforts and everybody else is doing the same thing and duplicating those actions. So what happens is the work that you do in the beginning and you duplicate it, it's going to continue to grow and grow and grow. And that's something that I love because I can actually help my team and do those type of things. So that's the difference between affiliate marketing. Over here, okay. affiliate marketer, you're kind of on your own and doing your own thing. The multi-level market is all about team building. Uh, only because I know a lot of people, and I know I was confused with that when I came in. I said, well, am I an affiliate or am I in an MLM? And I wasn't quite right. sure. And that really does break it down. One, one, you're on your own and you're making sales and making uh, income off that sale. And the other one is that you build teams and make money off of each sale after that. But exactly. they both they both are residual income. And exactly. a lot of people don't understand this residual income thing. They're like, residual income? What the hell's residual income? Well, I can go to work every day, eight hours a day, 40 hours a week, all year long, make X amount of money, and that's it, cut and dry. I pay my taxes on it, it's done. Or I can be an affiliate marketer or in a multi-level marketing business, and as people are joining and they're paying their monthly dues, I keep getting the checks, and as long as my teams are building, I keep getting those checks, and as the teams get bigger, I keep getting those checks. Uh, what's wrong with that? Yeah, yeah. That's residual. It just keeps coming. It just keeps on. It just keeps on coming, and that's and that's the beauty of it. And like I said, guys, don't overthink. Overthinkers, overthinkers really talk themselves out of opportunities. You know, and I was an overthinker. I used to like really overthink it. But like, guys, when you get into it, 
it's just like once you understand exactly how simple it is and you're just sharing information with people like one of my biggest my, one of my phrases that i use is stop selling start connecting so when you start connecting more with people and you get away from selling and you start connecting more with people and you get down to the bottom of really what they're looking for and what their what you know what their needs are it's easier for you to bring value of what you're doing because now you know that Hey, they're working a job and they're looking to supplement their income or you know maybe you have a product or a service and they were they were struggling with something that your product or service can help them with see we're in the problem solving industry guys so a lot of times we have to we have to find the problems the biggest issue that new entrepreneurs are having and i was there ray was there i was there first listen entrepreneurs talk too much if you are talking more than your prospect, you're going to lose the battle every single time. Yes. So what I like to do is if I'm speaking with someone and someone reaches out to me and I'm having a conversation, the first thing I'm going to say is, you know, thank you, Brady. I'm so excited that you reached out to me and, you know, requested some information about what I do. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to follow my videos, and everything that I do. But before I talk your ear off and share information and answer your questions, I just want to get to know a little bit more about you. You know who you are you know what kind of job you're working and and really what led you to reach out to me you know that way i have a better understanding you know tell me a little bit about yourself yeah. now guess what now guess what i did i just flipped it around because first and foremost brady's probably expecting me to jump right out the gates <laughs> and pounce right on him because he asked for information so brady's not prepared for me to say hey man before i do all that i want to get to know you brady's probably gonna be like wow this this guy's pretty cool Guess what just happened? That wall that he probably would have had up right here to block me out because he think I'm selling something, he just pulled it down because guess what I did? I turned it into a conversation. Yep. Same thing you do at a party. I mean, you don't walk into a party and, and see a good-looking girl and say, hey, let's go hit the hey. I mean, you got to ask, you know, you gotta ask a name. You know, right. wine and dine a little bit. Uh, you go into a party and you don't know anybody, you're going to walk in and introduce yourself. You're going to say hello. You're going to get to know people before you ever get to say, what do you do? How much money you make? And, and what can I, how can I do it? That That's the last conversation you're going to have with anybody. You know, you Absolutely. really have to get to know everybody first. Exactly. Be friends. That's it. And literally, and literally, like how it is, when once, and here's a, here's a great formula for you guys. So what you want to do is you want to get to know your person, okay? Get to know them, get to know their name. They got kids, um, you know, they got pets. Oh my God, what's their name? You want to be excited about them because nobody loves talking about themselves more than themselves, really. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like people love to talk about themselves. So be interested in the person that you're talking to, okay? Get them excited. That, that shows that you're listening, right? That shows that you're listening. And the reason why you want to ask these questions is because you're not going to just jump into trying to sell them something because you got this information. You share your story, but in the midst of your story, you're going to share how this opportunity has helped you. So now you can relate to the fact. So when Brady told me he has kids, hey, you know, Brady, man, awesome that you have kids. Things like that. I actually have three little ones myself, you know. They're my pride and joy, you know, the reason why I do what I do and everything like that. And you said you had dogs and you got, you know, got a couple of dogs, man. I love dogs. I mean, I think I seen one hop up in your lap one day, man. It was really awesome. You know, thank you for that. You know, and, uh, you know, and I, and I totally understand where you're coming from and why you reached out to me. You, know, you want to be able to supplement. Yep. Um, you know what, Brady? I was in your shoes too, man. You know, I was... I was doing you see what I just did I didn't just go into being like yeah you know got this great opportunity to help you with this I, I said you know what Brady I know where you're coming from I understand where you're coming from because I was in your shoes this is what happened for me and this is what where I led and this is what this has done for me so now no, go ahead. and so now you know what I'm saying now it doesn't seem it, it doesn't have that tension it doesn't right. have that tension right there because I'm talking about what it did for me. Hey, it may or may not work for you, Brady. I'm not for sure, but this is what it did for me. And not, and it's not going to work for everybody. And not, no. and, and even when the conversation comes up, you know, if it slides into it and they're interested, they'll let you know. If you're listening, they will let you know. And if they're not interested, take that for what it's worth. You know, don't keep pushing because going back to branding yourself. 
If you brand yourself and you are with one business or an opportunity, you'll find out that there are other businesses and opportunities online that you want to join, you want to be a part of. Now that you know how to do the first one, they all work the same. So then you join that next business or opportunity, but you've got Joe over here that you met. He didn't really care for what you had going on before, but now you've got this new opportunity or product. You go, hey Joe, you know, we met before and you didn't really care for what I was doing, but I've got this. And then he goes, wow, that is cool. I like that. Now, you just took somebody that was just a friend. Now he's with you in your opportunity. Absolutely. And one of the things, guys, you got to realize, it is statistically proven, statistically proven that it takes people seven to ten times of seeing information before they make a decision. So stop setting the expectation that you are going to get a sale or a sign up or whatever the case may be on your first conversation. That is a very small percentage. What happens is, what happens is, is that you need to share the information, give them the value and have them follow your page because through your consistency of sharing your excitement and your story and everything like that, they're building their confidence along the way. See, once you share information with people, guys, their eyeballs are on you, even if they don't hit you up. Yep. Even if they're not in your inbox, even if they don't answer your messages, they are always watching because some most people are just waiting for your downfall. And when they don't, when they see you be successful, they start to build their confidence. It may be two months from now, it may be six months from now, yep. but if you are consistent about what you're doing and sharing the value and bringing that excitement, somewhere down the road, those people that told you no in the beginning, are the ones that are going to come back. I, I keep raising my hand because I know you liked my fail analogy. Yes. Attempt and learning. Do you know what yeah. no, no means? And you hear no nine out of ten times? No. Next opportunity. Man. Well, I'm going to go off of that. And I like that. Here's, here's something I'm going to go off of. I love no's because... No's are not final. I'm gonna tell you the reason why people use no's. And this is just a mindset shift so that way you guys understand where this comes from. A no is a defense mechanism. It's a defense mechanism. And the reason why people say no because it buys them enough time to like push you back because if you're feeling like you're selling something or whatever, it's kind of a, a pushback, right? So that gives them enough time to breathe to look into the information. Think about it. If you go into a store right now and you got a pocket full of money, you know you're about to shop till you drop in whatever store you're going into. And that salesperson comes off behind that counter and says, hey, bro, hey, hey, sir, can I help you find anything? What's the first thing that you're going to say? What's the first thing you're no. going to say? No, I'm just looking, right? Now, why do we say that? Let's take it a step further. Why do we say that? Just imagine with me this 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 go there just imagine if you walked in that store and said yes to that salesperson <laughs> what is that salesperson what is that salesperson gonna do <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna try to tell you well he doesn't know what he's gonna he doesn't he know doesn't because know. he didn't exactly. even get to know you exactly so how, so he's already you said yes and now they're trying to show you everything that you don't really need so when you say no all you're doing is buying yourself enough time to go in a specific area, look for a specific few things, narrow it down, and then you go back to the salesperson and say, hey, can you help me with this? So now you narrowed it down. He can't take you right. He can't take you left. He got to come right where you at because that's where you are focused on and that's what he has to answer your questions about. Yep. It's the same thing in our business. People yep. say no because if they feel like you're selling something, it's a defense mechanism because they don't know what they're going to do yet. They don't know if this is something for them. It may not be the right time. So they don't want to feel pressured into <clears throat> getting into an opportunity. So they're going to tell you no so they can buy themselves enough time so they can not hurt your feelings, look into the information to decide on if it's something that is going to be for them. So this is something I like to use, and I'm, I'm going to say this and I'll give it to you. This is something I always tell people. I'll say, hey, you know, after looking at this information, hey, listen, this may or may not be for you. 
You know, if it's for you, that's great. We'll talk about next steps. If it's not for you, you can tell me no, because I trust me, I know a lot of people that this is not for, so don't be afraid to come back and tell me that it's not for you. You won't hurt my feelings. The reason why you want to do that, guys, is because that just shows that you're not gonna, they're not gonna pressure them. When you pressure somebody, people gonna lie. When you, when they feel pressure, they're gonna say, they're gonna say something like this. Brayden heard this. You know, this sounds great. Next Thursday sounds great. So yeah, if you um, hit me up next Thursday, I should be ready to get started. You know what happened? They did that because they didn't know how to tell you no. They didn't want to hurt your feelings. Yep. So next Thursday is a week away. Guess what happens? Brady's pumped up. He didn't wrote it down in his notebook. He's like, yeah, got him, baby. You know what? Next Thursday, we about to sign this person up. I'm so excited. And you know what most people do when they get that? I'm going to tell you what they do. It's funny because I used to do it. They stopped talking to other people because they waiting on that one person for next Thursday. They didn't party. They're like, what? What for next Thursday? And then slowly but surely, what happens? Your days go by and Wednesday comes around and Brady can't sleep because he knows what's happening on Thursday. And Thursday comes around and Brady wakes up and he's cracking his knuckles and it's a beautiful morning because he knows he's about to get to sign up and he messages the person and nothing crickets nothing <laughs> all that anticipation Brady built up for that one sign up and nothing at all yeah and that's what and that's what it's about guys so that's the reason why you want to you want to be able to just have conversations with them let them know that this may or may not be for you but just you know I value your opinion and want to know what you think about it and if it's not for you hey no problem just let me know and that's, that's why that's why they call this network marketing. Oh yeah. You have to build a network of friends, people that get to know you and you get to know them and they get to like you and they get to trust you and you like them and you trust them because you don't want to bring untrustworthy people under you or with you. So it's a two way street. It's a no like and trust both ways. And I tell people, all the time when I meet them and I present an opportunity if they're not interested that's fine we're friends no skin off my teeth I may have something down the road even if they do seem interested but they're saying I'll get back with you later I don't push them I let them go I just got off a call just a, before we got on with a prospect that I had met a week ago that reached out to me we got to know each other a little bit. I told him what I had and he said, well, I'm not sure, you know, let me look around. He just called me back and said, hey, can we get on a Zoom call and you show me what you got? I didn't high pressure him. I, there's thousands, hundreds of thousands of people out there that you can meet, talk to, get to know. Somebody's gonna say yes. Many people are gonna say no. Get used to it, it's gonna happen. Absolutely, that's, that's perfect. Yeah, you gotta get used to it, guys. You know, no's, I love no's because I know a lot of those no's it eventually will come back. You just got to keep on sharing and being excited about it. Just keep getting people in this. About, it's not about the sale or the sign up. It's about maximum exposure. It's about sharing this information and getting in front of as many eyes as you can. And whoever takes it, that's great. Whoever don't, that's great. The saying is, some will, some won't, some wait, so what? Yep. Got to keep moving. That's it. Hey, Derek, you know, I think we've been on here a good half hour or longer. And, and I know both of us could sit here and do this for hours on end and keep talking, but I think other people have things to do. And I know that we both have more value to give to people. And I really wanted to get into that discussion, and maybe we can touch on it for just a minute, about where do people, what's this value that everybody talks about? What, what is, what's value? <clears throat> the value, guys, when it comes to it, a lot of people get so strung up on compensation plans. So I'm going to go through this real quick. A lot of people get strung up on making money and compensation plans and sales and signups and stuff. But the true value is, one, with you as a person, you, you, are, you, you can bring that value. But second of all, the company that you represent, the product and the service, and really, you know, what what's behind that you know what can it do what problems can it solve you know how how can you help somebody or impact somebody by sharing this with other people 
And that's where the value lies, guys, is understand the power of the product or the service that you're using because you're actually using it. And then take that and share it with somebody else because you know that it can help them out. One thing I always ask people is that if when you get into these companies, if would you would you continue to use the product or service that you that you are with if there is no compensation plan attached to it? Oh. If you oh. say yes to that, if you say yes, I would to that, say yes. Exactly. The second question I, I would say in is if you would stay with you know that product or service with no compensation plan, would you still share it with other people and tell other people about it? If you answer yes, that's what we get paid for. Simple as that. The commission structure, the, the commission structure, the money is just a cherry on top. The value comes before that. And then we have the prize at the end just for doing something that we do for free on a daily basis. So when you take your mind away from the compensation plan and you focus on the power of your product and service and your brand and who you are as a person and you take your story and you bring that value, guys, there's no way you can lose in this industry. Exactly. I agree 100%. And I don't want to keep everybody on here forever because you and I are going to come back uh, three times a week, I do believe, is what we're setting up. Yes, sir. We're going to just discuss the struggles, uh, the journey, how to get from A to B to C to D. And we're just going to keep sharing with everybody. I mean, I'm not selling a damn thing. I care less if I sell anything. I've got right. people calling me now, so I don't care. Exactly. But I want everybody else that's trying to make that leap from a nine to five into a little bit of time freedom, a little bit of extra money. I want to show them how to do it also. I didn't exactly. think I could do it. I'm here doing it. <laughs> exactly. And just real quick before we go, guys, listen, if you've been feeling skeptical, you've been on the fence about joining an opportunity or doing something or wondering if this works or how you can do it and things like that, these are the videos that you want to watch. You know, you want to take this value and share it. Just click the share button, share it with your teams, people that you're connected with. Get connected with us because we are definitely going to be sharing some value that you don't want to miss out on because we're going to keep it real with you. And that's something that a lot of people don't bring to the table. Well, you know what? Me and Brady have decided we're going to bring it to the table for yep. you guys. So really excited to be on this video tonight, sharing this moment with you, Brady, man. I'm so excited that I learned something from you. Fail. <laughs> I learned something from you too. <laughs> what? That's freaking awesome. You rock. And I can't wait to be on the next video with you, my brother. Hey, thanks a lot, Derek. All right, sir. Talk to you soon. Okay. If you're watching or listening to me on video or on my podcast, if you gained any knowledge, any skills, motivation, if that little switch in your mind flicked and you said, hey, I can do that too then follow me, Brady Theodore, the Gotti. I would like to tell you that, hey, I'm just a guy 60 plus years old. Four years ago, I decided to learn some new skills and place myself in a position that I could have some financial freedom in my later years. Come to find out that with knowledge, I have done just that. I've learned that no matter what age you're at, if you put your mind to it, if you take the proper action and you follow the leaders, that anything is possible. Now, if you would like to see more of me, please go below, touch that link, follow me at bradytheodore.com. Thank you, God bless, and I'll see you on the inside.